0: And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Show. We're going to talk next about laughter. i going to talk about laughter as a healing tool and laughter to keep us healthy. My guest is Louise Speck. She is a clinical clown known as Speck. She works with institutionalized populations around the world. She has a background in counseling psychology, education, and special needs, and has studied hospital clowning and practiced with other professionals before visiting and residents of all ages. You can log on to ticklesandtears.com, tickles, the letter N, tears.com. Louise has participated in the Brain Injury Network of Survivors, and we're so happy to have her. Her brand new book, which I'm looking at right now, is called Tickles and Tears, The Psychology of Humor. Hi, Louise. Thanks for coming on the program. Oh,
2: thank you so much for having me.
1: I, have to, so tell you, thank you. I have to tell you one of my favorite movies, and I know you're going to know what it is. What do you think was one of my favorite movies? Oh, I couldn't guess. Patch Adams. <laughs> Great guy. Did you see the movie? I'm sure you did. Oh, yes, I did. And yeah, course, I, it uh, was Hollywood. such a heartwarming... It was was really wonderful, and actually there's um, there's a new movie out called Miracles from Heaven where the surgeon kind of does not patch atoms, but that kind of thing, and it's so amazing to watch the children. So tell us about your work, about how you started, and, you know, why this is so important. Well,
2: I started because I wanted a positive way to interact with some of the populations that are less than um happy. Mm-hmm. And um and I didn't want to um go in and spout a lot of theoretical stuff about what should be happening or how people should be feeling. So instead I um I studied what hospital clowns have been doing in hospitals. And I worked with some other professionals, and I put together a a clinical clowning persona.
1: Mm. Mm. Now, in writing the book, tell us about that. When did you decide to write that? And what is the major piece behind the book? There's some wonderful pictures here. And wonderful, (laughs) um, you know, short, short statements. It's almost like, um, not poems, but really short pieces about life? Well,
2: what it's really intended to be is it's, it's meant to be read sequentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they're not actually a collection of aphorisms. Okay. Um, but my, my format is unusual because I wanted to be sure that people took the time to at least turn the page between thoughts. So I'm hoping that people will really think about what they're reading as they go through the book.
1: Yeah. Tell us a little bit, pick something out. I mean, I could pick things out. There's so many, but pick some, let, let me pick one out that I found that's very short. You write, okay. I, remer- I remember hearing nothing's perfect and life isn't perfect lots of times. Ooh, and here's the best. Nobody's perfect. So well, that was that's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> pick um, one out. Pick t- pick one out about laughter.
2: I think the, the trick is to enjoy imperfection,
1: to enjoy life just as it is.
2: Pickles
1: mm, yeah. and tears, but, but what a, what about okay okay Louise? But what about if you're going through an illness, your relationship broke up, you're going through hard financial times. Talk, talk to us about that. What would you say to people that are crying, not laughing, and they're talking to you? What would you say to them?
2: Well, I would probably exaggerate things until they really were silly. Mm. Perhaps, perhaps we'd have to talk about um, how bad things were and how they're so bad that even Santa Claus wouldn't be able to do anything good in this situation, and the situation is so bad that maybe the Easter bunny won't even come this year. Um, I'm just making this up now on the top of my head. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) But, um, But often people will begin to imagine something so ridiculous that then they start to laugh, and then they'll achieve a rejuvenation of spirit.
1: Mm. So it's, it's really seeing it from a different perspective is what you're saying.
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. The more perspectives we can see things from, the better our attitudes will be.
1: Mm. Tell us about the work that you do. I know that you do some work with the network. So um, tell us a little bit about the work that you do, well,
2: especially with I like Brain Injury
1: Network of Survivors.
2: Oh, oh, well, um, I survived a brain injury myself, and because I'm so high-functioning and so grateful to be as um, high-functioning as I am, um, I believe that it's my job to speak for people and to, um, I developed a handicap, which is a baseball-style hat with foam hands on the top. I see it on the cover of the book. The Handicap.
1: Oh, that's um, adorable.
2: But I put, I put like five or six foam hands on top of the hat, and yeah. then survivors can write the obstacles they face or the challenges that they have to deal with every day um, as a way of communicating these truths to the rest of the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes, um, sometimes it's just used within a group, and it's a way of sharing and comparing with others. And people get to know each other better. And what, since each situation is different, um, sometimes we we don't feel that we're understood. Yeah. Um, and so, so this is a way that people can communicate among the group, and then possibly go out among the rest of the world. I was at the um, the Massachusetts Brain Injury Association Conference this past March, and um, I had a po- poster up telling about this handicap, and I was wearing my own,
1: hmm.
2: and so, of course a lot of people came over and said, love your hat.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, great. It's a great
0: they,
1: great, great conversation piece. Something. Let me ask you something that's, that I'm, I'm, I think is so fascinating, but I do want you to talk about humor and how it can be used all sorts of ways, aggressively, defensively, and as a way of dealing with what you call the ups and downs and imperfections.
2: Yes. Um, well, what I find is that even if, what I do when I'm visiting people, for example, I love to visit elders and enjoy the moment with them, and maybe we don't really change anything in their lives, but we have a couple of fun moments, and the, the improved mood can persist even after they may have forgotten why they were laughing or why they felt happier. Mm. Um, So the benefit can last.
1: And what, um, how did you come across this kind of clinical clowning? Did you have to study it?
2: I I did study it. I I worked with some hospital clowns and um, worked with other professionals and I decided that um, the best way to go was with positive things, with bright colors and and funny things, funny happy things, ladybugs.
1: <laughs> right.
2: And and then when I when I tried to describe what I was doing to my friends, they said, "Oh, you mean you're a clinical clown?" Right. So I said, "Yes." <laughs>
1: All right. Tell people we're going to come right back. We're going to take a break. Um, tell people how they can find you.
2: Well, I'm at ticklesandtears.com, and there's articles and and interesting things there. And my calendar is there. And of course, I'm always happy to hear from people at Louise at
1: ticklesandtears.com. All right. We're going to take a very quick break, and we're going to come back and talk to Louise Speck about Tickles and Tears, her book, The Psychology of Humor, and what its the whole idea of clowning and why humor is so important and how humor heals. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back.
3: Streaming Live, the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors you can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
4: Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com
1: And her book is Tickle and Tears, The Psychology of Humor. And she is a clinical clown. She helps people smile and laugh and heal. And she participates in the Brain Injury Network for survivors. She studied hospital clowning. You can log on to ticklesandtears.com. Tickles, the letter N, tears.com. Welcome back, Louise. All right, tell us about the work you've done with seniors.
2: Oh, I love to work with seniors, especially those who are lower functioning. Um, Some people have relatives who are um, experiencing dementia, um, and of course Alzheimer's is always a problem, Um, and it's nice to be able to go into nursing homes or veterans' homes and visit with them because I get to see them as they are in the moment. Um, I don't have memories of maybe how they used to be to compare them with. I simply enjoy them the way they are delightfully today.
1: Yeah, and that's, do you think that um, seniors need to laugh more? Do you think that's a subjective question that it really depends on the person?
2: No, I think we all need to laugh more because it's Mm -hmm. fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it feels good. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think it's a really good way to help seniors feel better about their situation. Um, laughter helps ease whatever irritations we feel.
1: Mm. Yeah, very really, really important. Okay, tell us about some of the work you've done in hospitals and, and advice you would give to folks you know, who have loved ones in the hospital. What can they do to help, you know, bring some joy and light to the situation?
2: Well, I think it's very important to, um, every visit is important. And it matters spending time with people, even if we're not doing something um, what we would call important or topical or whatever, but just spending time with a person is really, is really valuable. Um, I, had a, I did a workshop in Boston for medical students, and mm. one of the medical students was very excited about finding a way that she could relate to uh, patients that she found it was difficult to relate to. Um, okay. Because by coming in and, and sharing a little levity and a little fun, it's a way of connecting um, and then possibly talking about how the day is going, how the treatment is going, etc.
1: Okay. Um, talk about the health benefits of laughter. I mean, a lot of us know them, but I think a lot of us, you know, don't take them seriously. Talk about humor. I don't think take them seriously enough.
2: <laughs> well, humor is something to take seriously. That's true. Um, Laughter and smiling are reflexes to humor. Um, What I've done most of my writing on is about humor itself, um, the ingredients that go into it, what's happening in the psyche when we think something is funny. Um, The reflexes, laughter and smiling, um, are known to um, reduce blood pressure and increase all sorts of good things in our bloodstream. Um, everybody knows that, that a smile is more apt to earn a smile in return. So it increases the, the um, affect in our social relations. Um, and it feels good. I mean, everybody agrees that laughing is fun.
1: Mm. Yeah. And don't we... Aren't endorphins released in the brain when we're laughing? Uh, Yes, I understand so. I want to go back for a minute, Louise, and I want to read a couple more things from your book that I think um, I really like this because it's something that you had said before in the interview today. You write, the more consequences that you can imagine for any solution, the more likely we'll be able to deal with them. If seeing objects from two eyes gives us depth, think of what imagining nine views of something will do. I'd rather be prepared for nine or ten dangers in the jungle than be worried about just two. I'd probably run into a danger for sure. I think that's such great advice. We don't do that either. We don't do that. I mean, we, you know, when I try, I mean, you know, I try in my left brain to say, well, you know, there's another way to look at it. But, but when you're upset about something, uh, you know, you just, your mind just goes into one, you know, it's like one thing. Oh, look what happened. <laughs> so instead of. That's true. Yeah, really. That's true. And if we can distract
2: ourselves for even a moment, sometimes we can see around it and look at it from the other point of view.
1: The only thing, though, I do want to mention, and I'd love your comment on this, is that sometimes, you know, people will tell jokes, but they're really not jokes. They're really digs. They're really sarcasm, and they laugh. Uh, What would you say about that? Because people try to pass humor off sometimes in that way, and it's not really humor, I don't think.
2: Right. Well, um, I think that sometimes humor is used on purpose to put people down. And then the intention right. is what we feel. Um, and some of us will say, well, that's not funny, or that's tasteless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But people won't actually laugh unless they can see the point of the joke, unless they can resonate. Um,
1: so what you're saying is, you know, be aware of when somebody's feelings are getting hurt.
2: Yeah, and um, sometimes some, some of the hurtful jokes are based on not enough information. People only know um, one part of an experience, and they don't, for example, um, yeah. people yeah. coming to this country and not being able to speak um, mm-hmm. English with an American
1: accent and well, so you, write, can, you write this in your book that's very, very much on that. You say, sometimes a joker or teaser will whine, oh, it's only a joke, to excuse making someone feel badly. And you put this in bold, but we know the elements of any joke have meaning for the laughing teller. So there's some, some meaning in every joke, and no is, nothing is just only a joke. True. So, so what's the lesson there? Well be careful. What you say. Go ahead. Sometimes
2: people will um, tell a joke and not realize that they're actually owning attitudes toward whatever's in the joke. Mm-hmm. But if it if it makes the teller laugh, then that's because the joke holds some truth for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes things are just very funny. I mean, you know, good, fun humor. But I, was, I remember, I have to tell you this. I, um, there's actually a very famous spiritual teacher. Her name is Jean Houston. She's kind of like a Deepak Chopra. And one of the things that she said in one of her lectures recently is she said, laugh more. Because when you laugh more, right, you are actually saying to the universe, you're, you're showing your spirit and your laughter and you start bringing good things in because you're putting out that kind of energy. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, sounds good, and it yes. also it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and and that's you know maybe that's the F word we should be using, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know that's the that's the that's the one of those words with that letter that we're not using. <laughs> enough, yes, enough. So this is great. All right, how can people get your book? Um, it's on Amazon right now. Okay. which is exciting okay well terrific and, and what's your website please um, ticklesandtears.com okay all
2: right with an thank, thank you, you so, so much, much
1: Patricia yeah thank you Stand on the line for a minute thanks so much all right okay. folks again that was Louise Speck her book is Tickle and Tears The Psychology of Humor we need to laugh more and have more fun all right until next time stay healthy stay happy get the support you need and know you can make your dreams come true and laugh more you're listening to the patricia raskin show right here on voiceamerica.com america's voice write to me patricia at patricia and i will definitely put you on my newsletter list so you can hear and see about all my shows and all my guests and what what we're doing here all right folks have a great week bye for now